Hey everyone, it's time for a live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for uh, July 31st through August 6, 2023. So we are at the very end of August as we start the week. We're going to go into the very end of July as we start the week. We're going to go into August. A month, you know, we'll get a little bit of a preview of the month, but um, the main headliner this week is actually uh, this is an Aquarius full moon on the 1st of August. And what is Aquarius? What does it mean for us? Even if you're scratching your head, like, oh, I'm not an Aquarius. Why is, this, why is this relevant to me? But just your friendly reminder that you are all 12 signs of the zodiac, not just your sun sign. You live and you experience life through all of the 12 archetypes. And Aquarius is sort of notable but for the fact that it's at the end of the zodiac. So when we get to the end of the zodiac, we're not dealing with personal issues. We're not dealing with our wants and needs and desires, we're dealing with the wants and needs and desires of something larger than ourselves. And even with Saturn, the ruler of the Aquarius full moon over in Pisces, we've got a big focus this week on a part of the zodiac that goes beyond the self, whether it's social issues, social causes, social themes, sort of the networks and systems that our lives run on, both on a humanity level, but even in and beyond that, Pisces, uh, the spiritual systems and networks, uh, you know, sort of that search for, for meaning and uh, the, the internal search for meaning. You know, Pisces is the bridge between our physical plane and our non-physical plane. It's a little bit of an esoteric uh, look, but Pisces is an esoteric sign, for example. So just a, just a reminder, if you don't know who my, I am, my name is Katie Sweetman, and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium located here in the New York City area. And every week we gather live to look at the astrology because astrology is just time, it's energy, it's the energy of time, it's how we live time, it's the cycles of time. But as you hear me say every week, you know, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. So how are you going to be a participant in this time? And as we start the month, August, we're not quite there yet, the sun is in Leo. Leo is the fifth sign of the zodiac. The, the, the earlier signs of the zodiac are very personal. It's like what I want, what I need, what I value, how I communicate, you know, what I need on an emotional level, how I connect. And even with Leo, how do I express who I am, my individuality, my talents, gifts, and abilities? So this is the season for each and every one of you to really rediscover the spark of who you are, come back to what sort of lights you up and gives you life. We need fire. Leo is a fire sign. We need that fire energy to revitalize and replenish our lives. And, and Lord knows it's been like a pretty rough and tumble past few years we need that fire energy. We may be burnt out. We may be a little depressed. We may be a little hopeless. And how do we use the energy of fire and the sun? You know, Leo season is ruled by the sun to really, again, come back to ourselves, revitalize our spirit, 
it is no coincidence. I know that, you know, on, on a practical level, it makes sense. But there's a reason why we, we take vacations at this time, we go on holiday, we, you know, it's, it's for this time to rest and to take off and to have fun, because that's Leo. Leo says before we can go into Virgo season, which won't begin until the end of August, we need to make sure that, you know, the spirit is there before we get back to work. Virgo. Although we do have a few planets in Virgo right now, we have Mercury in Virgo, we have Mars in Virgo, and we're going to feel that push this week. It's like, yes, it is about the fire and having fun and the spark, but with a couple of, of uh, key planets in Virgo right now, it's as if we're reaching ahead towards Virgo season and trying to figure out how do we get our lives to run on something, fire, Leo, spark, Something that maybe gives us more of a sense of mission and purpose and makes us not feel so burnt out that makes, let's say, the things that we have to do a little bit more of a joy than such a duty and an obligation, for example. Um, but as I said, our headliner this week is an Aquarius full moon. It will be tomorrow, August 1st, I think it's at 2.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, at 9 degrees of Aquarius. So... Aquarius and Leo are two halves of something called the fixed cross. You're like, what, what's the fixed cross, Katie? Um, the fixed cross are the four fixed signs of Taurus, Leo, uh, Aquarius, Scorpio. You heard me say all the time over the past few years, how you doing fixed signs? Fixed signs are not so fixed at the moment because we had a lot of major transformational energy focused on those four signs over the past few years. We started to come out of that. Actually, we started to come out of that um, in the earlier parts of this year. That's why it's a little bit of a different flavor right now than it was the past few years. One of the major drivers of that is the fact that Saturn has moved out of Aquarius and it's into Pisces. So this Aquarius full moon, it, it echoes back a few things. Number one, maybe it echoes back the past few years, 2020 through 2023, when Saturn was in Pisces. Saturn, wherever the planet is, we have work to do, whether it's to build, to construct, to make things more solid, to take on responsibilities, to honor our commitments or to really show where things are not working, where we need to, let's say, deepen our understanding of a different facet of life. Aquarius, systems, networks, science, technology, connection, disconnection. So we saw shades of that over the past few years. The other thing to take note is that this full moon, it, it's three months after, approximately, the uh, Scorpio full moon eclipse of May 5th of 2023. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we had an eclipse back in May. You're like, what does an eclipse back in May have to do with this? Because Scorpio is a fixed sign. And sometimes, you know, it takes a few months for us to really see what the eclipse was about. You know, for me, I really personally as an astrologer, I look at the midpoint of the eclipses. So we have the midpoint of the uh, April 20th, uh, Aries new moon solar eclipse that was a couple weeks ago with the Cancer new moon. And then now we have the Aquarius full moon that's echoing back to May 5th lunar eclipse and Scorpio. I think it was like 14, 15 degrees 
of Scorpio. And in a way, this is a little bit of a harbinger of the eclipse to come, which will be in Taurus. I believe it's five degrees of Taurus on October 28th of 2023. So take notes, journal, what am I feeling? What's going on? What am I thinking? What are the themes that are happening? Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius, these are fixed signs. The fixed signs govern, govern our material and manifested lives. You want fixed fixed signs to be fixed because they sort of hold together our lives. It's sort of these, these are the things that we want to make sure we shore up. And you know, Aquarius is an air sign, so it, it's not as tangible as let's say Scorpio or even Leo and Aquarius. But with, with Aquarius, we need to really think about what does our life run on? What are our hopes and dreams for the future? What are we building you know, into the future? Um, and what are the vision? What's the vision that we have for our lives? This can be a very visionary full moon in Aquarius that we have tomorrow. But this full moon, it, it picks up on Saturn um, and Saturn is now in Pisces as of March 7th. And over the next three years into February of 2026, we have work to do in Pisces. Pisces, again, last sign in the zodiac. Saturn has brought us to these signs, Aquarius, Pisces now, that really bring us to the end of a long story, not just because Saturn was lost in Pisces in 1994, 95, 96, I know, 30 years, but also because Pisces represents sort of, again, that, that we've reached the end of a story, the, the end of, a, of an incarnation. We've reached the end of something where we had to learn something. And now what does it become? How do we give it back? Uh, how do we prepare for a new life and a new cycle? A, a new cycle that we will start to get a little bit of a glimpse of in two years when Saturn makes its first dip into Aries, which I'm getting way ahead of myself. Um, maybe, maybe Aries is a good segue to the fact that I am doing a webinar this Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. I'm sure you all are busy on a Saturday morning. That is why it's recorded. But I'm doing this webinar to focus on the lunar nodes. A couple weeks ago on July 17th, the lunar nodes changed signs. And if you're like, what are the, what are the lunar nodes? Um, the lunar nodes are these two points in the sky that make, number one, they make eclipses happen. So every six months, for example, we have eclipses. We've been having eclipses in the sign of Taurus and Scorpio. That's beginning to change because the lunar nodes have left Taurus and Scorpio to go into Aries and Libra. On a collective level, it's like watching the compass point for humanity change. The last time the lunar nodes changed signs was January of 2022, and before that was May of 2020. I could keep going, but every 18 months, that's the cycle. So it's like we've watched the, the, the compass point change signs, and now it's no longer pointing towards Taurus. So over the past few years, we had the North Node in Taurus, stability, security, money, material, South Node in Scorpio, needing to really allow some sort of letting go process, a death, air quotes, death process, because Scorpio, it stands in contrast to Taurus. Taurus is fertility, it's abundance, it's the renewal of life after Aries season. Scorpio is the decay of life. 
So it's a bit of an interesting axis that we were really working through over the past 18 months, and now that's changed. So the North Node, as of again, July 17th, is in Aries. It's now pointing us towards Aries, which means over the next 18 months, in addition to the eclipses in Aries, we need to find our individuality, our courage, our bravery, our leadership, our ability to stand on our own two feet, our desires. Aries is a fire sign. It's about our desires, not just our desires you know, that we see, let's say, in the other fire signs, Leo, Sagittarius, but it's the fire, the raw fire that begins something. So it's about really going after what we want and starting something. The work is sometimes that's not easy. It's hard for us to take the lead. It's hard for us to go after what we want. There's a history. There's a story. Maybe that story is about relationships, either literally relationships or how we connect and interact and socialize with people. South Node over the next 18 months is going to be in Libra. So the South Node in Libra means there is sort of this well of memory and instinct. There's archetypes that we have to work through around relationships. So each and every one of you, you're a human being, unless you're an alien. Apparently aliens are real. I don't know if you were watching the TikTok, TikTok news lately, but um, that's a whole other story. Um, but you're a human being, um, which means you need connection. Human beings, we are genetically hardwired for connection and socialization. So much so when a child does not get socialization and connection in its formative and developmental years, there are major developmental problems. Regardless, each and every one of you not only needs connection, but you have a story about connection and relationship. Maybe it's a poignant story. Maybe you're in a relationship presently. Maybe you're not in a relationship presently. We think about Libra as a, as a sign of relationship, but yes, and it's the sign of socialization. How do we socialize? Do we stand along the wall feeling awkward? Of course we do, we're human beings. Or is do we really uh, you know, go after what we want, Aries? Do we know how to be in relationship, Libra, without losing ourselves, Aries? Because very often, because we're human, we lose ourselves in relationship. And that's a lot of where uh, the work is going to be happening over the next uh, 18 months. Uh, of course, you know, each and every one of you is going to live that Aries Libra story differently. And also depending on your own relationship with Aries and Libra, your own relationship with Mars, Mars's desire, its power, its individuation, Libra, Venus, it's Again, socialization, relationships, being able to compromise, being able to negotiate. And then, of course, Libra and Aries are two very particular parts of your zodiac. So we're going to be having eclipses there, and eclipses mean change. That's just a part of life. It's like the wheel of life turns every time we have an eclipse. And that's why I focus on the midpoint of the eclipses, because the midpoint over the past two weeks, and even right now, it's like we're in this hinge of time as time is bending and sort of it can bring in stories from the past it can bring people from the past or it can bring events to come because that's the funny thing about time and the eclipses that something can come now that's really sort of portended in the astrology six or uh, three months from now in october just for the record we will have a solar eclipse on october 14th 
uh, I believe is at 21 degrees of Libra, and then we'll have a final Taurus eclipse. So this will be a lunar eclipse, I believe is at five degrees of uh, Taurus on October 28th. But let's um let's let's sort of dive into the astrology this week. Oh, I was talking about the nodes. Yes, join me for a webinar. Um, the link is in the show notes. I'm gonna do it's gonna be a two-hour webinar again. It's gonna be available for repeat because I know. 11 a.m. is in the middle of the night for our friends in Australia and New Zealand, for example. Um, and uh, to really kind of get a sense of like what we're working with over the next 18 months. So let's dive into the astrology of this week for July 31st through, gosh, uh, August 6th of 2023. We're actually really light on the aspects this week. We had that really intense week two weeks ago we had like mars opposite saturn we had like venus turning retrograde we had sun opposite pluto with the nodes changing signs but last week it was really the moon that was doing most of the story we had a chance to relax and integrate maybe not be so intense in the energy i was so busy i don't know about you i feel like everybody was just like oh my god so busy this week it is mostly apart from that full moon mostly the moon that's doing the the talking this, uh, this 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 week. That said, um, we are having Mercury opposite Saturn. So Mercury, if, as you recall, last week, it's gone home to Virgo. Mercury rules Virgo, so it's right at home in Virgo. And it's going to spend a long time there. It's going to spend two months because we're going to have a retrograde later in August. But we're not there yet. First, Mercury has to make an opposition to Saturn. Typical Mercury opposite Saturn, and to keep in mind again that Saturn is in Pisces, is that we have to really make some serious decisions. We have to really master our choices. Mastering our choices means that we sort of look ahead, we see how our choices impact other people, how they impact our lives, you know, what's the most responsible choice to make. It's to really not just take your choices seriously, but take your words, your thoughts, your ideas, how you move, how you interact, Mercury. Sometimes with Mercury opposite Saturn, we see where we've sort of hit a wall, so we can't keep going further. That's not everybody. Uh, for some people, Mercury opposite Saturn is a milestone. You know, this, you, you sort of get the, not the reward, but the manifestation of these really mature choices and decisions that you've been making in your life, especially if you are a Gemini or a Virgo. For some, it's needing to have to rework something to get back to you know, all the moving parts because Mercury and Virgo really does talk about commitment and dedication and needing to really follow through and make sure everything is organized. The thing about Saturn is that Saturn is really, while it's in Pisces, it's getting into deeper existential themes. And that actually might be a bit of a thread this week. Existential means it's like, why am I here? What am I doing? Where am I going? Uh, what's the meaning of life? What's the meaning of my life? I realize these are big questions, but that sort of Pisces is a sign that asks big questions. And maybe something about your human life Virgo, meaning your day-to-day, -day, I brush my teeth, I go to work, like I, I eat my vegetables, like that type of stuff, has to reconcile with something greater than ourselves. It could be our spirit, it could be our spiritual values, our spiritual desires, making sure everything lines up. 
We also have Mars trine uh, Jupiter also on August 1st. Um, typically Mars and Jupiter are a bit enthusiastic. They're, they sort of really motivate us Mars to go after. You know, Jupiter is, is, Jupiter opens up our eyes to the world. We need Jupiter. Without Jupiter, we stay small, we stay in the same place, we stay with what's comfortable. So typically Mars and Jupiter really inspires us to go out and to seek and to explore. And some people that literally means going out to the world, getting on a plane, going to another country. For some people, it means um, seeking and exploring through education, philosophy, knowledge, for example. But Jupiter is a very existential sign. It's the ruler of Pisces. So this could be a time when we really are feeling more motivated to go after what we want in terms of these, you know, the answers to these bigger existential questions. Mercury and, and it's not Mercury, uh, Mars and Jupiter, they are in Earth signs and this sort of stands in contrast to all the air and fire of the full moon. So maybe we need Mars and Jupiter, you know, Mars is in Virgo, Jupiter is in Taurus for us to get really pragmatic and grounded about some of the decisions, Mercury opposite Saturn, that we need to make this week. Then there's the Aquarius full moon. Again, it's at nine degrees of Aquarius. The sun is in Leo opposite the moon in Aquarius. That's how that works. Um, this full moon highlights social issues, social causes, social themes. Again, Aquarius is a big picture sign. It's not about the personal, it's about the collective. And so you may be sort of thinking about these larger collective issues. For example, the energy of the of the full moon points over to Saturn. Saturn is still talking to Mars and Virgo and of course Mercury. So a little bit of a Saturnian edge to this full moon. Saturnian edge means needing to look at things very clearly, needing to make a plan, needing to show up, be responsible, make sure everything adds up and lines up and, and to be the adults and we all have very different relationships with Saturn energy but this is your invitation to be Saturn be the boss be the person that's on top of things for example and maybe you know with Aquarius future vision vision of your future how are you going to make that future vision a reality for example uh, later this week, on the 6th of August, we have Sun squared Jupiter. Uh, again, Jupiter is a planet. We need Jupiter. Without Jupiter, we would not leave our small little space in the world. It opens up our eyes. It, it, it empowers us to explore and to seek and to find answers, whether they are answers outside of us or answers within us. Both Jupiter and Saturn, these are uh, societal planets. They, they are planets that really talk about how the larger framework of our life is built. If Jupiter inspires us to grow and to want more, then Saturn inspires us to really build and to make a life, make a foundation and also a structure for our lives. Um, so yeah, that's the bigger, the, uh, by the way, the square, it, sometimes we think square equals bad, but square just means something wants to come into manifestation, a manifestation of what we believe in, our truth, our convictions, Jupiter, a manifestation of what we stand for, or, or some sort of physical manifestation of the sort of seeking, exploring wisdom and knowledge in the world. 
So this week, uh, that's it for the, the aspects. But uh, of course, we'll go through each of the 12 signs and where this Aquarius full moon is highlighting, for example. Oh, and before that, this is a little bit, a bit of housekeeping. Um, uh, the Not next week, but the next two weeks after that will be pre-recorded because I will be away. But that's just, uh, we'll talk about more of that. Talk more about that next week. So... Let's dive in and start with Aries. Aries, so Mars is your planet, and I, and I say this because it helps me to anchor myself into your astrology, but Mars is your planet and Mars is presently in Virgo. So it's time to sort of get back to work, get back and get organized, get your life running. Um, but then there's Saturn, and Saturn is a major player in this week's astrology, is with that, you know, especially that Aquarius full moon keep in mind aries that you're in this kind of existential time you're you know you're coming to the end of a long story in your life and as you come to the end of a long story of your life it's a need to sort of account for things a need to look at your baggage what have you been carrying with you over the last 30 years or maybe even longer what do you value what do you spiritually value and things just naturally and want to fall away and this is taking you honestly over the next few years. So you're in this sort of liminal, larger liminal phase in your life. And as things start to fall away, like how do you really do the, the real work to organize? And maybe that's with Mercury opposite Saturn this week. You've got some decisions to make. Your decisions about your spiritual life, the balance between heaven and earth, the balance between your physical needs, your physical wants, but also something beyond this world. Uh, that said, this Aquarius full moon highlights your 11th sign. It's about friends, community, society, humanity. Where do you belong? Who are your people? How do you like connect? Do you feel isolated? And maybe do you feel isolated over the past few years? Or do you feel a little bit more connected? Like maybe you've built something over the past few years. But this full moon, and especially with the Mars and the Saturn, the Mercury, it's sort of getting into these bigger strokes in your life. And so it's a full moon for you to not only get a big picture view, but for you to really get a sense of what's truly important and truly of value for you going forward. Taurus. Taurus, so your planet is Venus. It's presently retrograde. It'll be retrograde, I believe, until the 4th, the 3rd, the 3rd, the 3rd of September of 2023. So while your planet is retrograde, and, and just keep in mind, retrograde is not equal bad. We can't always push out. The tide can't always push out. It has to pull in. And so this is your time every 18 months for you to sort of reassess, to reevaluate and to sort of integrate some of the things that have really been present in your life over the last year plus. Leo for you is your sign of home and family. It's not just a searching within and, and a look at values. It's how am I getting my needs met? How, how do I feel safe and secure? What's the role of family in my life? What's the role of my home? And maybe needing to reinvest time or sort of look differently at how you have invested or even sort of built this part of your life over the past however many weeks and years. Venus and Leo, uh, typically Venus and Leo is very much in the romance. It, love, it loves creativity, it loves fun. 
It loves play, for example. And so how do you bring this back to your life? Because remember that Leo is the foundation, meaning everything has to sort of be nourished and fed by the energies of Leo, play, creativity, fun. And maybe you're a little bit burnt out, certainly over the past few years. It's been a lot to be a Taurus, um, but then maybe you have a very different perspective of things as you move forward starting in September. That said, you do have an Aquarius full moon and Aquarius is your career sign. And and I think it's important, uh, Taurus, to go back and reflect on the past few years. Like what was the focus in your career? You know, was there changes in career? Did you see building career, you know, sort of new titles and new duties, new responsibilities? Or did you have to make some major changes in your career over the past few years? Because this full moon might echo something that was very present with you since 2020, for example. But another way of looking at this full moon is that something in your professional life is in the spotlight. Maybe you are in the spotlight. Um, If it's not your professional life, this is a full moon that's really calling upon you to really step up into your duties and responsibilities in the world. Keep in mind that this full moon points over to Saturn in Pisces. And so this full moon is sort of getting into these bigger questions about what do you want your future to look like? What do you need? What sort of actions do you need to take in order to make this future happen? Maybe it's something about your duties and responsibilities to the friends and community in your life and also how you show up. Gemini. Gemini. So Mercury is your planet. It's presently in Virgo. So this is your time and your personal calendar to focus on home, family. And in fact, Mercury is going to be in the space for the next two months. So it's really this time to make sure that your home base is shored up to really focus on the things that are really important and give you a sense of meaning and purpose in life. And maybe family just needs needs more attention in your life right now. But then there's Saturn and also Mars. Uh, Mars is also in in, uh, Virgo. And so maybe this is just really bringing up a lot of energy in your home environment. It's it's not a quiet time, for example, but Saturn is in your career sign. And just your friendly reminder that Saturn is going to be in your career sign for the next two, three years. Over the next two, three years, you need to get very clear about the role that you want to play in the world. What is the title after your name? What do you want to be when you grow up? What are your duties and responsibilities in the world? And so as Mercury opposes Saturn this week, you know, how do you show up in life? You know, what are the duties and responsibilities that you carry? Do you need to take on more duties and responsibilities and you may feel saturn a little bit like a mercury opposite saturn a little bit as a reality check um but not all but it's it's a little bit of a sobering influence and i think one of the things at the heart of saturn and pisces especially because saturn's in your career sign is making sure your professional life lines up with some sort of greater spiritual value or need to help and to serve because pisces along with virgo two main axes in your chart are the signs of helping and healing, for example. Then there's the Aquarius full moon and Aquarius for you is something called your ninth sign. It's not just about career. It's not just about home. It's also about what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What's your truth? What's your conviction? 
As you orient your life, 10th, career, Saturn, make sure, again, it's lining up with your philosophical values, your spiritual values, a sense of mission, meaning, and purpose in the world. And if it doesn't, how do you make some changes? Cancer. Cancer, so the moon is your planet and you've got a full moon this week. So every every month, every lunar month, we have a full moon, for example. So Aquarius for you is a space that you really got to know intimately over the past few years. We talked about it like week in and week out, Cancer. We talked about the eighth room and you're like, oh no, not the eighth room again, but this is your time every year. It could be the end of July. It could be you know, in August, when we have a full moon in Aquarius. This is a full moon that may echo some of the emotional themes and the emotional work that you did over the past few years. Maybe it's to really see something for what it is. Maybe that's a sobering truth. Maybe that's a, you know, maybe even needed to take your emotional health and wellness seriously. With uh, Saturn over in your ninth, and it's going to be in the ninth for the next few years, this full moon is getting into this sort of bigger work that you're doing. It's like, what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What's what's truth for you? What sort of wisdom and knowledge is your life built on? But you have to remember that wisdom and knowledge is born of our time in the eighth. You can't separate that so there is some emotional heavy lifting with this full moon but it's to put something to focus for you it's to have you make some decisions especially with that mercury opposite saturn and these are decisions that are about like the choices that you make in your life and making sure that the choices that you're making are really in alignment with your truth your wisdom your convictions you may have to stand up for something or maybe it's even standing up for yourself. But look at the deeper emotional themes that are probably not unfamiliar at this point because you were doing a lot of work on it the past few years and how that really shapes how you see yourself and how you see the world. Leo, happy birthday, Leo. So this is the full moon that's in your season. So every season at some point, there's a full moon. It's always going to be... And Aquarius is just how it works. So Aquarius for you is a relationship sign. It's not just a relationship sign, it's the relationship sign. So this is this the time when the spotlight is on other people. It could be something as simple as how you interact and socialize with other people. It could be how you negotiate and compromise. It could be about bringing people into your life during this birthday season, but it could also put the spotlight on a relationship or even a primary partnership. Do keep in mind a few things that are worth noting, Leo. You had sat in this space the past few years, and you did a lot of structural work on relationships from 2020 to 2023. Then Saturn left, and then Pluto went in, even if it was just for a few months, and it sort of speaks to this larger, let's say, seasonal shift in your life that's in, you know, in between 2023 and 2024. Maybe this full moon is not just sort of this uh, singular moment. It's really connecting to something larger, whether it's a change in relationship, literally somebody coming into your life, somebody coming out of your life, or sort of, sort of capitalizing or pushing you to make even more changes 
that you were making over the past few years. It's just a lot of things happening for Leo, especially because Jupiter is in Taurus, career, Uranus is in Taurus, career, Pluto's going to go back into Aquarius, relationships. And so you may feel that your life's pivoting a little bit and to see what's happening around this full moon. How does it echo back to May? That May eclipse, May 5th, how is it echoing to the Taurus eclipse to come on October 28th and how you're really seeing a lot of activity in the main four areas in your life. Uh, that said, uh, Mercury opposite Saturn, you know, Saturn for you, Leo, is in your eighth. It's to note and just a reminder that this is a period in your life that is about emotional heavy lifting, really taking care of your emotional health, looking at intimacy, vulnerability, trust, power, and needing to you know, sort of strip things away. That's how the eighth works. Um, but that said, you know, with Mercury opposite Saturn needing to really get clear about what's important and what's not important. Um, Virgo. Virgo, you got a lot going on in your sign right now. We got Mercury is back at home in your sign. It will be there for two months. I think it's until October um, because we will have Mercury retrograde later this month. Then there's Mars. And so Mars gives you a lot of fire, a lot of power, a lot of motivation. But then there's Saturn. You did have the Mars-Saturn opposition two weeks ago. That sort of even comes into, ripples into this week with the Mercury-Saturn opposition. Life may be a little bit big for you right now, Virgo, Virgo rising. It might touch upon the bigger arcs of life, whether it's relationship, whether it's career, whether it's sort of decisions. And this is sort of this time that is highlighting, although not directly, Saturn's time in your relationship sign. And over the next three years, you're really building, um, you're building relationship, you're building serious relationship or needing to recalibrate an existing relationship or recalibrate how you uh, exist and socialize with people. That said, the full moon is putting the spotlight on your sixth sign, health, wellness, whether it's literally how you take care of your health, your sort of overall wellness in your life, but also what are the systems that your life runs on? Like, are you good with systems? I know you're a Virgo, typically like Virgo is good with systems, um, but maybe the systems need to shift and to change to incorporate new variables, new people, new new situations, new responsibilities. Um, and maybe it's, you know, especially with the sun and Leo, Leo is the last sign in your personal astrology. It's getting ready for Virgo season, your birthday season, by needing to clear up and to clear out things, for example. Libra, Libra, so you're going to have, and I'm getting way ahead of myself, I'm jumping ahead to your birthday season, you're going to start to have eclipses in your sign, and you haven't had eclipses in your sign since 2014 and 2015. That's because the eclipses, the, the lunar nodes, which make eclipses happen, are now in your sign. You know, shameless plug, that's why I'm doing my webinar on Saturday. But that said, for you, uh, you know, with this Aquarius full moon, and Aquarius is something called your fifth sign, it echoes some of the some of the themes and the work and the, the choices that you were making over the past few years about taking yourself and taking your talent seriously. 
do take yourself and take your talent seriously. Um, who are you? What is your identity? How do you be in your individuality in, in support and in contrast and in, in sort of this polarity with the demands of community, society, your friends, your social issues, social networks, social connection, for example. Do keep in mind, you know, speaking of friends and community, do keep in mind that Venus, which is your planet, it's retrograde. No big deal. It's just that time every 18 months when your planet goes retrograde. And that's when your time to, you know, come um, back into yourself, to, to reflect, to pull back. That's what a retrograde is. It's more receptive. It's more yin, for example. And take a look at not just relationships, but take a look at friendships. Who's there? Who's not there? Do you need to reinvest and to reevaluate and look at the people and, and maybe make some you know choices? And maybe this full moon, in a way, gets into those choices. The full moon does pick up on Saturn, and Saturn is in your sixth sign. It's about health and wellness, but it's also about the sort of way your life runs, both on a day-to-day -day level and a larger systems level. Maybe needing to clean some things out, maybe needing to clean some people out, and making sure that the people that are in your life and how you express you are is an accurate reflection of not only yourself, but your values, for example. With Mercury having to make an op, you know, making opposition this week, um, you know, maybe you've got some serious decisions to make. Scorpio, Scorpio. So Mars is your planet. It's still in in Virgo. So this is a time for you not just to work and to hustle and to put things in order, clean things out, get things done, take you know. Scratch things off your to-do list. I don't know why speaking's hard. Um, but it's also time for you to look ahead towards the future. Virgo for you is your 11th sign. So there's 12 in total. And in your 12th sign, for example, is Libra. But we're not there yet. So this is sort of coming to the end of a two-year journey. The last time Mars was in Virgo was in uh, the end of July and August and beginning of September 2021. This is a time not just to sort of see the echo back to 2021, but it's also time for you to look ahead towards the future. What do you want? What do you want in the next cycle? The next cycle is when Mars, your planet, goes into Scorpio in, in sort of mid-October, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Make plans, dream, uh, strategize, um, draw things out. Um, and if it's not literally about the future, it's also about friends, it's also about community. And this is about really either connecting with people or really thinking about the role of people and community in your life. But then there's Saturn, and then Saturn is in your fifth. And so to remember through your chapter of you taking yourself and taking your talent seriously. With Mercury and Virgo this week and the opposition, you know, maybe you've got some serious decisions to make about the people in your life and you know, how you sort of uh, you know, show up as yourself and how do you value your talents, gifts, and abilities. Uh, but that said, Aquarius for you is, a, is your sign of home and family, its roots and foundation. So this is a very powerful full moon for you. It gets into the core of your chart, sort of the root of your chart. It's also a full moon that echoes upon the, the axis of your life. You are a fixed sign. Aquarius is a fixed sign. Leo season 
It's a time for you to look at your career. For example, this full moon plays upon the Leo full, Leo new moon that we had two weeks ago. Career, your, your sort of public reputation, how do you show up in the world? This full moon gets into some emotional themes about identity, about home, about family, about, you know, is it safe for me to be myself? Sort of making sure that as you arc through Leo season, that you make sure your home base is good. Making sure your home base good is sometimes literally focusing on your home environment, moves, changes in your home environment, but also taking taking care of that inner core because if that inner core is not well tended to through either through literally through home and family or making sure your needs are met through people who are like home and family how can your career at the other end of the sky be supported so it's up really getting to the roots and and do note that home and family over the past few years where is home who is home that was a question that we kind of kept working through scorpio from 2020 to 2023 this full moon does echo that question and then it also sort of echoes some themes that you're going to be starting to work work on with pluto and aquarius over the next 20 years i know it's a big statement but scorpio you are on the edge of a change in your personal seasons Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius. So Jupiter is your planet. It's still in Taurus. It's going to be in Taurus until May of 2024. While it's in Taurus, it's it's sort of cozying up to Uranus. It's not going to make that what's called exact conjunction until next year, 2024. But this is a time for you to sort of go back to a larger story that has been with you since 2018, 2019, which means changing, transforming, awakening your relationship with your body, your relationship with your health and wellness. How do you inhabit and embody yourself? And and how do you take care of your body? Because everybody's going to do that differently, but we're humans and we need to make sure we make, we take care of our body, for example. Then there's the Aquarius full moon and Aquarius for you is your sign of voice, communication, how you think and listen and learn a space that you were really focusing on the past few years when Saturn was there from 2020 to 2023. So look at voice. How has your voice changed over the past few years? Do remember that voice is two things, the words out of your mouth and your ability to inhabit your words. Inhabiting your words, and this is a very Leo season, uh, you know, sort of takeaway, is to put the spirit of you in what you have to say. Put the spirit of you in everything that you choose so that it's in alignment with you. Of course, it's to, to take responsibility of how your choices and actions and your words impact the world and impact yourself and impact everybody around you. And maybe that's really at the heart of having to make some serious uh, serious choices, serious decisions with this full moon. It does point over to Saturn in Pisces. Just keep in mind, Sagittarius, you're in a time that's very much about the foundation of your life. Of course, every Sagittarius is going to live this differently. For some Sages, it is about settling down. Settling down can mean that very traditionally, you know, you know, kids, marriage, house, all these things that are sort of culturally hardwired in us. Or settling down could just mean like really coming and anchoring more into yourself. Working on the foundation of your life can mean a major move. 
can mean having to sort of answer a couple of simple questions. Where is home and who is home? That's something that you're going to be working on into 2026. So this might be a pivotal full moon, one that doesn't seem like on paper it would pick up on home and family, but it's really talking about the choices that you are making that impact where is home and who is home. And of course, needing to take your voices seriously and also with the sun in Leo, that this is a season for you to really focus on education, travel, truth, knowledge, and wisdom. Capricorn, I'm going to say it. I say it every week. Saturn's your planet. It's still in Pisces. It's going to be in Pisces until February 2026. And, and there is going to be a little bit of a preview from July to September of 2025. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. Capricorn, you know, this is a time about building voice, building how you communicate, how you think and listen and learn, focusing on education, the importance of education, whether you are teaching something or whether you are the student, for example. That said, uh, this Aquarius full moon talks about money, income, material stability, material security. You had Saturn, your planet, here from 2020, March of 2020, until March of 2023. Of course, every Capricorn is going to live this differently, and maybe over the past few years, you had to really focus on money, how you spend it, how you make it, how you value. So if it's not money or income, it's it's material goods and material stability. We are human beings. We need a roof over our head. We need money in the bank. We need food in the kitchen. So it's really getting to these fundamental material needs in our life. So for some Capricorns, this is about spending. This is about value. This is about property, resources, and or maybe even the money that you make. Leo season for you gets into money and finance, but it also gets into emotional intimacy and vulnerability and this ability to really feel safe enough to open up to other people, for example. That said, major and you know some serious decisions that are wrapped up in this um, in this full moon, it's and especially with Mercury and Virgo, you're getting into these larger themes about faith and truth, what do I stand for? What do I believe in? What's my conviction? And it's a little bit of a philosophical element that's present with this all the stuff about the material world, but how does your material world line up with your convictions, line up with your truths, and sort of this need that we are all going through because Saturn's in Pisces to really start to connect with something beyond this world. Aquarius, Aquarius, this full moon is an Aquarius. Hey, you're an Aquarius. So this full moon puts you in the spotlight. Um, this full moon, it's going to be lived differently for every Aquarius, but maybe life is a little bit illuminated or loud at the moment. Sometimes events can build in your life when there's a full moon in your sign, for example. But, you know, the spotlight's on you, and I think it's a little bit different. I think it's probably worth taking a little bit of stock over the past few years. It was hard with Saturn in your sign. It was hard with Saturn in your sign because Saturn was in a square to Uranus. It, you know, this full moon over the past few years picked up on Uranus in Aquarius. Home, family, changes in home, changes in the household, changes where you live, for example. That's different this year. Uh, you, you, 
that said, Saturn's in Pisces. It's it's about material stability, material security. It's about value and worth and maybe making investments and purchases for the home, buying a home, buying property. If it's not that, it's really trying to get our material life and sort of the, our, our home life and our emotional needs on the same page, for example. But that said, this is a big full moon. I will see what is the story that, that kind of plays out for you right now, Aquarius. Um, how are you in the spotlight, for example? Leo season for you is about relationships. So fundamentally, even though the spotlight's on you, it is about you and other people, for example. That said, uh, Mercury is in Virgo. It's, you know, maybe it's time to have some serious conversations, some deep conversations, some revealing conversations, because Virgo for you is a very intimate and vulnerable space. It gets into these deeper emotional qualities, your deep emotional self, for example. And so this might be a full moon where it is you're in the spotlight, but you're also having to reveal something that's very personal and it gets into the heart of home and family past and how you create stability in your world. Finally, Pisces. Pisces, so this full moon is in your 12th, the 12th sign. Aquarius is your 12th sign. And whenever the 12th sign is highlighted, whether it's the sun going through Aquarius in the earlier parts of the year, whether it's a full moon in Aquarius, sometimes we get two full moons in Aquarius. This is a time for you to come to the end of something, to release, to let go. I, I know that not everybody wants to come to the end of something or to release or to let go, but Pisces, you are a sign that knows that life has these bigger arcs and that there's life and that there's something beyond this life. Full moon could mean a time to let go of an attachment, let go of an addiction, let go of something that's sort of, sort of you're connected in, in the physical world. Or it's a full moon to really prioritize and focus on your spiritual needs, your spiritual wants, and even your spiritual health. Uh, Aquarius is opposite Leo, and Leo is your sixth sign. That's right. Leo is your sixth sign. And so this is looking at not just your physical health, but you know, your physical needs, but your spiritual health and your, and your spiritual needs. And maybe especially with the all the planets that are happening, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot going on in Pisces right now. We've got Saturn in Pisces, and it's gonna be there until February of 2026. Life is demanding more of you. This is the thing that happens every 30, I know, every 30 years. Last time Saturn was in Pisces was 1994, 1995, and 1996. Maybe you're old enough to remember what that time is like, but life is demanding that you be the per like you 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 stand on your own two feet. You you're like there's a sense of individuality about this time. So having to be the adult in the room, for example. And maybe with this eclipse, sometimes, and I'm just saying this be a little bit of a traditional astrologer for a moment, Saturn can really create some um, like a drain on health. So this might be a full moon when you have to really look at your health and wellness. For example, um, do keep in mind that Mars and Mercury are in Virgo, your relationship signs. So this full moon, in a way, gets into a heart of a relationship and need to make some serious decisions. If it's not what I call a capital R relationship, it is a small R relationships and needing to make sure that how you interact and socialize with people is fair, it's equitable, not transactionally equitable, but that everything is in balance. And if something's not in balance, it may need to go, for 
for example. That is your look at the astrology of this week, July 31st through August 6th of 2023. Like I said, it's a little bit of a choir week, but you know, maybe we got a lot going on with this Aquarius full moon, for example. So join me this Saturday, 11 a.m., uh, bright and early for some of you, um, Eastern uh, for my two-hour presentation on the lunar nodes and why the lunar nodes are two of the most important points in the sky. In fact, when I sit down and I look at the astrology for the year or even a client chart, I look at Saturn because you know I love Saturn, and I look at the lunar nodes. The lunar nodes in your astrology, meaning when you were born, talk about the story arc of your life. Where is that story arc of your life thematically going to unfold? Right now, the lunar nodes may be in a very different sign, or they may be back to where they were when you were born, or they may be flipped. What does that mean? We're going to talk about that in the webinar. We're also going to talk about what the potentiality of eclipses in Aries and Libra are going to mean into the beginning of 2025, how this is going to be a big focus, not unlike Taurus and Scorpio, uh, 2021 to and parts of 2023. And again like getting into for me as an astrologer why the lunar nodes are so important and why they are called the nodes of fate and the axis of fate i know that's a big statement but the nodes make eclipses happen and eclipses as you know can can turn our life very quickly in a new direction so link is in the show notes link is on my website empoweringastrology.com I, know, I see some familiar faces every week. Some of you are my clients. I deeply appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for sharing my work. Thank you for being here. Thank you for asking questions. Uh, again, go to my website, empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm, um, I'm on, on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. Sign up for my newsletter. And I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye.